Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Here's today's question. Today's question, continuing in our Why Does My Partner mini-series on boundaries, is why do I feel so bad when my partner gets disappointed or mad at me? It makes me not want to speak up and share my truth. Ooh, this is a common one. Mm-hmm. Oh, how many people have shrunk away from sharing <laughs> their truth? I was oh just alluding gosh. to this on accident at the end of In our, our last, last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, totally, totally. I would love to take credit for being that good of a teaser, but no, I'm going to be honest. Like, that <laughs> <laughs> my mind. But like, I really like Gabe scoffs at me. And yeah. like, there you oh. go. Or a deep sigh. So this is great. I, I am curious about it. right. Yeah, I'm curious about something, Vicky. Yes, Vic, would uh, you be willing to do some psychological boundary work during this episode? Push back no. on me and tell me no. I celebrate boundaries. I did. Yeah. So you literally you can, wrote the book on them. I literally not the one, but a one definitely a one. the one that we are Probably. celebrating. Setting yes, boundaries that stick by Julianne Taylor Shore. <laughs> Um, yes, I would be willing to do some psychological boundary work with you. Great. Okay. So when I think about what this caller is, is asking about, it's the exact same thing you're asking about with this cough. Mm-hmm. So the work we would do is the same work this mm-hmm. caller would do. Um, so one, I want to name that if somebody's experiencing disappointment or anger or whatever, that is even in response to a very specific thing you did. Mm-hmm. Mm. That does not mean... I'm mind reading. It's, enti- <laughs> it's entirely about you. <laughs> so yes. we're taking it personally on all sides today. Yes. We're taking it personally when we're receiving the disappointment and anger and deciding not to share our truth because we can't... We're taking, we're taking that person's feelings personally. Yeah. And they probably are too. Mm-hmm. Well, because That's I part can't of why it's happening. The scoff, if I perceive the scoff might happen, I opt not to speak. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's not worth that scoff. 
It's not worth that spot. Sounds so ridiculous. It's a you do not. You do not sound ridiculous to me. You do not, Vic. You do not sound ridiculous to Mm. me. This is what we do, and this is why one of my internal boundaries that I talk about is a psychological boundary. When Mm -hmm. I say psychological boundary, what I mean is a space between your mind and my mind where it's totally possible for us to feel very differently, to experience Mm -hmm. different things, Mm -hmm. have different thoughts and emotions, and have it be okay, safe enough for us to stay in connection. So how do we do that? Well, I have to protect my mind from your mind. And I have to protect your mind from my mind. Mm. What, what, what? What? (laughs) I know. If you would like to stop emotionally manipulating people, which sometimes you might do, I know I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Psychological boundary is super, super helpful. So like if I'm trying to manage basically, maybe manipulate isn't even the right word. So if I'm trying to manage somebody's feelings, I have no psychological boundary. Mm Mm-hmm. How do I say it in such a way that he won't scoff? Yes. Is a little bit of manipulation. I never thought Actually, about that before, you are. But yeah. it, you it, are yeah, managing his feelings I am. for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you're yeah. basically saying is it's not okay mm-hmm. with me yes. that you have emotions and thoughts That's and exactly feelings over there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I want to name really clearly I am separating this from behavior. Yes. Not mm-hmm. all behaviors are okay. Yeah. But feelings but also, and thoughts. I also shared, sorry, okay. in a separate one, yeah. in a like a while ago, how I do think the world would be a better place if everyone thought exactly the way that I do. So totally. you have said that before. I've totally heard you say that. We've yeah. giggled about that together. We have, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what if not okay that Gabe would scoff because that means he's disagreeing with me and that is not allowed. That is yes. right. Now mm-hmm. you've got it. Okay. So here's a curiosity. Would you like to do a little experiment with me? Try on a couple ideas where you could maybe not let the scoff in. Maybe. Right? That would be pleasant. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And you could not try to manage his feelings so he didn't scoff in the first place. You could let that go. Would you like to do a little practice? I will do a little practice. We're going to do a little practice. We're going to see. So I would we'll, love to have him stop scoffing. Though. So that's going to be hard to let go. Well, that's the thing we're not going to do. We're going <laughs> to let him have the freedom to scoff because it's not going to hurt like you. That. You take it personally oh, well, right true. now. Yes. So if, I, if it doesn't hurt me, then why can't I just allow his response? So yes, fair point. Exactly. Yes. So okay. what because I'm catching. The, the, the hurting is the personalization. Of yeah. What does that scoff mean? Mm-hmm. Right. And then you, it hit your heart. Mm-hmm. And now it yeah, hurts. Because that scoff means there was something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Which it does, by the way. I mean, no, it doesn't. I'm doing it, it. But we're about to get there. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Are you sure it means that? Um, okay. I'm sure so, he would tell you if he was standing here that it means that. So but you're going to tell me how to let him I'm think d- that without me agreeing with him. That is correct. That is correct. Okay. Yes, I'll take exactly. That. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So the psychological boundary is made up of two things. One is discernment. The other is listening with acceptance. Discernment keeps your mind safe from his. 
-hmm. Listening with acceptance keeps his mind safe from yours. So let's do discernment first. Mm -hmm. So I want your psychological boundary to only take in what is both true and about you. Mm -hmm. If it is either not true or not about you, and I don't mean true for him, I mean true for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So So, so he could be talking about you? Oh, yeah. The scoff could be at her, and the thought could be, you're crazy. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we could even Mm -hmm. ask him, and he might say, yes, that is absolutely what I was thinking. Yes. You might even be right about your guess. Mm -hmm. Yes. So let's do some discernment. Is that true? You're crazy? That's why I'm laughing because yes, I am. But um, no <laughs> more crazy than everyone. So exactly. Yeah. So, so no, it's not true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's not true. So it didn't pass one of our guesses. Right. right. And it Keep has it to out. pass both. Both. Or it doesn't mm-hmm. come in. Right. Okay. So if it doesn't come in, then that's not information about you. That's information about him. Mm-hmm. So if he scoffs and you imagine it means he thinks I'm wrong, he thinks I'm crazy, he thinks I'm crazy, and you're going to guess it before you he even He thinks I'm breathe. ridiculous. He thinks I'm, I'm ridiculous. This whole time, it'd be so easy if I could actually remember one of the occasions, and I can't, but I do know that he does think I'm ridiculous. He does so, think you're ridiculous. He okay. does. Sometimes. So put that, put that over there with him. Yeah, that's... that's, that's is that yep. about you, or is that about what he thinks is and is not ridiculous? That is about what he thinks is ridiculous. I do, in the real world, struggle with that piece, though, of the, is it about me? that I'm, it's getting a lot better, but that is perfect. I love that you're struggling with that. So Mm -hmm. let's really be with that. What in his history, and you don't have to say that out loud. He's not here to say whether or not it's Mm -hmm. okay, but think for a moment about everything you know about him and why he might assess a certain thing is ridiculous. Okay. Yep. Now tell me how much it has to do with you that he thinks something is ridiculous. Oh, that's really funny. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. That's really funny. No, sweetie, it's not about you. Not at all. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Can I just verbalize? I'm watching your face, and it's like, oh, wow. Like, that just really landed. And I don't it really, our, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. Don't, I mean, I think our listeners can hear it, but I don't know that they can see it the way that we can. Yeah. So I just want to give it voice. The little thing on top of my nose, mm-hmm. like yeah. in the forehead, you know, uh-huh. when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when you went, wait a second, yeah. the world is when different than I thought it was. <laughs> just like connected Holy, to the third yeah. eye. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Well, it's, it's like, yeah, but the right like, spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. Um, how much of it is actually about you? Nothing. Even well, when your he's question, saying it is. Yeah. Your question, Jules, was, um, and this would be a lot to try to think of in the exact moment when it happens, but the question, mm-hmm. uh, it, and I could only do this with someone I know well enough, like mm-hmm. Gabe, um, and he's kind of a close book anyway, so it's hard to know mm-hmm. him, but what is there in his history yeah. that would lead him to believe that was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, yeah, that literally, 
my brain went to like history before me. Yeah. Which means it can't be about me. What he thinks is ridiculous and not ridiculous has nothing to do with you. Literally has nothing to do with me. It literally has nothing to do with you. I like jumped into one of his buckets, but those buckets were there before me. I know that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird analogy. They got views, nothing. But no, it's great. Really? I love your buckets. And those buckets, you didn't make them? No, I, yeah, no. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that analogy. I might use that with my clients sometimes. And the by the way, for you, do you just I would challenge you, even for people you don't really know? Oh, sure. There's a whole history there. That's true. You may or may oh, not know really anything about. Yeah. But there's a whole thing that's happening there. It's part of the reaction and the assessment of the moment. So is it actually about you? No. So if my husband is upset with me because I am late and I made an agreement not to be late, then that Mm. is about me. Absolutely it is. Of course it is. I'm the one who is late. I put some stuff into the environment. That, of course, caused a reaction. That is mine. That is about me. I absolutely take it in. He thinks I died on the highway. Well, I didn't make him think that. It was five minutes. (laughs) That part's not about me. So you can actually get, once you get good at it, you can get very, very nuanced and very, very rapid in how you take in Mm. what is and is not about you. Right? How you take in what is about you is true. And keep out what's not about you and what's not true even inside of a single sentence. How long does it take to get that good at it? Two, three years. Because I don't think, thank you. And I'm mentioning that mm-hmm. more for our listeners because mm-hmm. I think this conversation would have gone very differently maybe even six months ago mm-hmm. with me not being able to grasp how much that's gave stuff. But mm-hmm. I have been doing the psychological boundary work mm-hmm. um, a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't hit 500 times a day. I don't, but mm-hmm. I'm picturing that. Nobody my, does. My we, image we put an insane alive. number on yeah, it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that insane number is basically saying all the time, like whenever you can think about it, do it. Right. And it is finally starting to click. Yay. So when you You've say only that been will, doing it for six months. Like, this is oh, great. No, I've been doing it for like two years, but about six okay. months ago, it really started to click. Great. And like, and by clicking audience, I mean, it's happening on its own. It's happening on its own. Like yeah. I'll think about something mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I go, oh, that's not mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, that, I thought it's, about it's that. It's starting to make it in lower. It in really your, is. Yeah. Like something I've he- mm-hmm. felt guilty about for 20 mm-hmm. years suddenly clicked of that wasn't my fault. That wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. like, I mean, not to sound really cheesy, but the stuff does work. Oh, <laughs> it really, really does. Happens to work. There, there's a reason that Jules put it in a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really consistently helpful yes. for people. <laughs> but if you practice it, if you choose not to practice yes. it, it will not be consistently helpful for you. So, right. so okay. So here's the other side of the boundary. Let's protect a Gabe from you now. Oh yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. Every feeling and thought that he has is just him becoming him through time as he learns and grows. That's the poet. <laughs> You're so what poetic. is a feeling? <laughs> what is a feeling? We just we just looked at all his buckets. 
Right. He's making sense of the world where he is now. He's making sense of himself in the world. He's making sense of his goals. Mm -hmm. He's making sense of what he's longing for and what he's Mm -hmm. trying to achieve in this life. He's comparing that to every bit of his history. He's doing that in a quarter of a second or less. And a feeling comes up to tell him what this means to him and what he means to him in this moment. Why on earth would you want to change that? Don't get me started. Really? No, I mean, really. Like, why, why, would, why would we want to change? Why would you want to change to who themselves? he's becoming through time, hun? Because my grandiosity says because my way is better. Oh, well, we'll work on your containing boundary <laughs> next week. <laughs> you ass. I love it. I love it. That's my no, real answer. Because it would be, because you think at the moment it would be easier for you if he became who you wanted him to be rather than who he's becoming. Easier and better, but yes. Yeah. I didn't think mm-hmm. of easier. But, but, I don't, yeah, I don't like I'm, you saying I'm that I'm sitting one. with that, right? <laughs> like, is it actually easier if the other person is just like us? No, I don't yes. think it is. Is it? Would, is would it? be for Vicky thinks it, it would be, be for her. Yes. Vicky thinks it would be for her. Okay. It would not be for you. And that's okay to have that difference. I want you both to put your psychological okay. boundaries between you. Yeah. So, that, <laughs> so that we can be connected to each other. Right. So of course it's gonna be fine to have everybody the same. Meh, no. Well, you see, I think Jules not. thinks that'd be boring. I would be bored, but I wouldn't. Yeah, be. I yeah but does it matter really. what Jules thinks? Because it's not like, really. It doesn't no. really matter, yeah, right? No. Like that's no. nope. but I'm like, pointing it out matters that's why she if we care no. about Jules, but does it matter? Do we? Do you have to take it personally if Jules thinks? No, fair mm-hmm. point. Just like yeah, I don't write yeah, personally yeah. that you don't either. Yes. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. So yeah. here's Gabe feeling things, calling things mm-hmm. ridiculous, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. That is him becoming himself through time. And I have a really serious question for you. This is actually mm-hmm. a big question. I want okay. you. To you don't want to answer it. How much do you respect him? Well, very much. How much do you love him? Oh, very much. Yeah. So tell me again, why would you want to change who he's becoming through time? Because I want him to be different. Because it would be easier for you. Yes. Yeah. So you get to choose right now, and it's a hard choice, and I don't actually take this choice lightly at all. Yeah. Do I try to make my life easier for me, or do I respect him? Because I can't have both. I know. I see your tongue oh, sticking out at me, and tongue. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I accept your tongue sticky outiness. Because <laughs> I know I can get away with that here. Wait, yes, can you I ask can. you a question, Vic? When yeah. you just when you did just stick your tongue out at Jules, like mm-hmm. what was emerging within you in that moment? Um, what was the feeling that was emerging? Like you getting to know yourself. What was happening? Um. I don't want to accept that I agree with her. Oh. I don't want to accept that I, I like almost like tennis, like game, set, match, like, mm-hmm. yeah, really good point. And I don't want that to be true because I really want him to be more like me. Totally. Well, it is hard news. So it's, it's the boat. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm totally. asking, look, there's two yeah. hard it's roads. The boat. It's two hard roads. And sometimes we want to say, well, we want this hard road over here. 
but do not look at the cost of the hard road. So I want the hard yeah. road. If I'm going to make him more like me, but then we don't look at actually that's going to land as invasive and disrespectful. Yeah. And like, you don't accept him for who he is. And you know what? He's right. Yeah. You don't. I don't. That, that is 100% yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. But you love and him. I and I want to. I, and I want, want to. to, I do want exactly. to accept him for who he is. So that of was the Of course you do. Yeah, I do. I do. Of course you do, but damn, that's hard. Yes. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay, good. Okay, now. So we have a little bit of listening to ex- with acceptance. Mm-hmm. 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 We have a little bit of discernment. Oh, I don't have to take in what's not about me. I don't have mm-hmm. to take in what's not true for me. I don't think I'm ridiculous. I see that that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with his buckets from his history. <sighs> okay. So can you ask, and it may be the same image comes up and it may be different images come up in this moment. Can you ask, and I'm doing this in a neuroscience way, but I don't have time to explain why right now. So just go with me, all our sweet listeners out there. Could you ask your belly and your heart to hold these two knowings? You can discern and not take in what's not yours. You can. And you can listen with acceptance, even when it's hard. Ask your heart and belly to hold those. Mm-hmm. Can you do it perfectly? No. Can you do it sometimes? Good enough. Go with that. My image then, changed and I don't like it. Oh, but I love that it changed. Something was important it might be, there. Yeah, it might be good. My, my white picket fence became a wrought iron fence, a black wrought iron fence. I love it. A black, black red iron fence. So we just ask the belly and the heart to oh, hold these things sorry. and ask mm-hmm. them. No, it's totally fine. And Vic, Vic already knows this exercise. So you just jumped ahead in your mind. <laughs> and that's sorry. totally cool. And then we ask them, show me an image that knows these two things. And some people come up with a visual or you could come up with a gesture. Some people who are really linguistic even come up with a word and float that word in a certain color in front of them. Okay. So now it's a black red iron fence. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Could you imagine that black wrought iron fence in between you and Gabe scoffing? Mm-hmm. And how do you feel inside now when you imagine him scoffing, but the fence is in between you? Nothing changed on the inside. Oh, there's a really weird tingling on my right shoulder. Okay. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. Nothing changed. Oh, shush. Wait. <laughs> Well, nothing was changing until I said it out loud. And then I got this like, like if I've ever had one, which I haven't, but I would describe it as like a a heat flash, like a hot flash of menopause. A hot flash, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like this huge And you can say it. Yeah, you can say the answer out loud or not. It's totally up to you. Could you ask your right arm and shoulder, what do you want me to know? Um, Something's different. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Great. Yeah, I think and I then know why would... it became a wrought iron fence. Oh, do you want to say out loud or no? Thank you. Sure. Mm-hmm. It it like got firmer, so less is going to mm-hmm. come in. <gasps> Yay! Because you take too much in, and ain't that the I truth? Take too much. <laughs> yes, because Jules knows me. Yes, <laughs> totally. So I was not happy when it happened, as you guys heard. I was like, oh, it changed. Um, but it really it was because less is going to come in now. Yeah, and it was like yeah. a pretty. 
like the white picket fence that was wood that was pretty close together. Mm. And this is black iron that's farther apart, but there's something about mm-hmm. the iron for my brain that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was the firmness. Yeah. So yeah. something changed. Something yeah. changed inside. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now yeah. you would go yeah. ahead and practice remembering that image, the right yeah. iron fence between you and everything. And I mean everything, everything. for a everything. while. Um, yes. Three weeks, four weeks, as many times a day as you can do it. I mean, between you and the computer, you and the phone, you and the dishes, you and the steering wheel, you and your partner, you and the dog, put it in between you and the world. People ask me, when should I practice my psychological boundary? All and the time. I say, all the time. And shouldn't you? Can Can I add something in here? I, I, mm-hmm. I, wanna, I think. I think mm-hmm. we're just about there, but I, there's two pieces. One mm. is that for those that really want to understand why image, read the book, Setting mm-hmm. Boundaries That Stick. Jules really outlines it and explains it in there. Um, and oh. two, something I've discovered with my people is that there's a spatial thing that some of them need to play with, like uh, about how much space kind of like they have that boundary image. In this mm-hmm. case, maybe it's the wrought iron fence. Right. Mm-hmm. For some, it might be a forest or whatever the, the image is mm-hmm. between them and the other person. And then it's like they can add more acres between them and that mm-hmm. image. And mm-hmm. so in their mind's eye, they can play with spaciousness yes. in different mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. to see kind of what that. supports their practice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, yeah, wonderful. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm thinking going back to our caller who came in, right? Yeah. Who is, who is struggling saying mm-hmm. your truth. Mm-hmm. Um, my guess is, my guess is, uh, just like we were exploring here, there's something that feels really scary for you yeah. about the other person having having difficult feelings, and so you're you're keeping your truth in to not deal with that fear. Yes, and if you add a little bit of psychological protection for yourself, that fear will get less, even when they're mad. That fear mm-hmm. will get less, even when it'll be more tolerable. That's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. It's not going to be pleasant. It's, We're it's not going to make like, it pleasant. But no more tolerable. Yeah, because you're, mm-hmm. you're, like you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay even if they're disappointed. Yeah. And they're going to be okay even when they're disappointed. Yeah. Maybe disappointment is the most important feeling they could be having right now. Maybe we don't want to save them from that because maybe that's going to help them emerge into something greater as they move through that little mini grief. Why would you want to save them from any insight that's coming mm-hmm. up inside. So we don't have to save them from their feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. As hard as I actually think of feelings like, as a gift. Yeah. I was going to say, yes, as hard do. as that is to learn, it's also incredibly liberating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have to save somebody else from their feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to. If you do, you will stop their emergence. Please, please, please. Stop saving people from their feelings. <laughs> because, One of my clients, oh, go. Yeah, because the feeling is like a new meaning being created in this moment. And it may be on the path, even though it's painful, it may be on the path to something really important for that person. Totally. One of my clients said once, I loved this, I wrote it down. You can only care about other people's stuff so much. Mm. Like that just hit me of like, she was like, I just get overwhelmed sometimes. I'm like, yes, because yeah. you're absorbing way too much. Yeah. And if you, if you're one who absorbs a lot of feelings from others, 
psychological boundary work is so helpful Mm -hmm. and make sure you do it a lot, a lot, a lot. The more you use that image, the more it's going to lock into lower parts of your brain and the more it's going to be there to serve you even when you're not thinking about it. And read the book for more detail. All the details and a very specific practice to follow to help you find yours. Yeah. Interesting. This book has tons and tons of practices in it. Mm -hmm. And join us next week when we talk about containing boundaries. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here are some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley-Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.